At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow the global story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. You found primetime action with Gil Alexander and Matt Brown on VSIN, the sports betting network. It is Visa's Primetime Action live from the South Point Hotel Casino, Tip of the Strip, Las Vegas, Nevada. It is Gil Alexander, Matt Brown, Kelly Bidlin. Glad you could join us tonight for a smattering of a whole bunch of stuff. NBA talk. We'll talk to Preston Johnson a little bit about the NBA. He's the director, of course, uh, or I should say of uh, Wagme United, also the co-creator of Punk's Comic and Pixel Vault. We'll talk to Preston a little later. Wes Reynolds on college hoops. A whole bunch of college basketball tonight, including tournament play. Multiple tournaments tip off tonight. And Andy McNeil on the sport of hockey. Speaking of which, we got some puck drops. We do have some puck drops. We'll get back to the NBA because there's only one tip-off that's happening right this second. But a couple of face-offs here right at the top of the hour. We got the Oilers and the Flyers at 7 Eastern, 4 Pacific. If you want the favorite road Oilers, minus 160, you can get the Flyers at home as underdogs, plus 135. 7 Eastern, 4 Pacific, the Senators and the Lightning. The Lightning are very big, minus 400 home favorites over the Senators, plus 330 on the Senators as road underdogs. The Devils and the Blue Jackets, 7 Eastern and 4 Pacific. This one's about a coin flip, actually is a coin flip at a lot of the books out there. At DraftKings, minus 115 on the home Blue Jackets, minus 105 on the road Devils. 7.30 Eastern, 4.30 Pacific, the Hurricanes and the Red Wings. Hurricanes are minus 215 road favorites. If you want the Red Wings as home underdogs, you can get them at plus 180. 8 Eastern, 5 Pacific, the Canadians and the Jets. Jets are minus 210 home favorites. Over the Canadians, plus 180 if you would like the road underdog there. 8 Eastern, 5 Pacific, the Flames and the Wild. The Flames are minus 125 road favorites over the Wild, plus 105 on the home underdog. 9 Eastern, 6 Pacific, the Islanders and the Avalanche. Avalanche are minus 280 home favorites there, plus 235 on the Islanders as road underdogs. 10 Eastern, 7 Pacific, we have the Bruins and the Ducks. The Bruins are minus 175 road favorites, plus 150 on the home Ducks as underdogs. And then finally, 10 Eastern, 7 Pacific, we have the Sharks and the Golden Knights. Down the street here, minus 275. The Knights are home favorites. You can get plus 215 on the Sharks as road underdogs. Over in the association tonight, tipping off right now, the Pistons and the Wizards. The Wizards are three-point home favorites. Over the Pistons, 217.5 to 218 is your total. 
7.30 Eastern, 4.30 Pacific, the Hawks and the Celtics. The Celtics are six-and-a-half-point home favorites over the Hawks. 225.5 to 226.5 is your total. The Nets and the Raptors come to you at 7.30 Eastern, 4.30 Pacific. Raptors are eight-point home favorites over the Nets. 218.5 to 219.5 is your total. Clippers and the Rockets at 8 Eastern, 5 Pacific. The Clippers are seven, seven and a half point road favorites over the Rockets, 227 and a half to 228 the total. 8 Eastern, 5 Pacific, the Warriors and the Timberwolves. Warriors are slight three point road favorites over the Timberwolves there, 231 and a half is your total. And then the final tip of the evening, 10 Eastern, 7 Pacific, we have the Mavericks and the Lakers. The Mavericks are four and a half to five point road favorites over the Lakers. A total of 216, 216 and a half. And that Raptors uh, Nets game is a back to back, a home and home, country to country, where Kyrie will not be able to play a road game because it's in Canada. So just to clear up any confusion as to yeah, why if that anyone's wondering why that is. line, yes, yeah. yeah, if anyone's wondering why that line, yeah, was where it's at. There, there is uh, Duke Pittsburgh does tip off uh, at the eight o'clock hour. If you wanted to get on on that one, Duke is a big fourteen and a half point uh, favorite there in that one over Pitt. That is one I have heard a bunch of people, Gil, coming in on Pitt in this one saying that Uh-oh. it's a look ahead spot for the Blue Devils. You know they got means. North Carolina, <laughs> and they're not going to be caring about this game with Pitt. They're all fo- all focused on uh, Coach K's last game against Carolina, and so yeah, that's uh, that's where they're at. Perhaps his last game against Carolina. I suppose yes. they could meet in the ACC yeah. tournament. We shall see. All right. Um, by the way, we're bringing back we're bringing back NBA prop watch tonight. Little Hawks bringing Celtics. back the prop watch. Yeah. That's right. Yeah, we're we're bringing that back. Just a couple NBA injury notes too in those games tonight. Uh, Golden State. That road favor looks like Anthony Edwards probably isn't going to go for the Timberwolves tonight. He is questionable, so check in on that before you go to make any bets. No Clay uh, on the on the Golden State side. No big surprise there. Bealita out tonight uh, as well for the Warriors. And then on that Br- Brooklyn Toronto, there's a lot of different. Uh, Guys out different. Gil already brought up Kyrie, Andre Drummond out for them tonight. Cam Thomas will go. He was uh, doubtful earlier today. Fred Van Vliet will be out for the uh, Raptors as well as OG Ananobi. Net, uh, the uh, Nets and Lakers will not be happy until both teams flirt precariously close to missing even the play-in games. That is my prediction. Uh, NFL notes today. whole bunch of them. Denver Broncos GM George Payton said Tuesday, said today that the uh, at the NFL scouting combine, everybody was talking at the combine today, uh, that everything is on the table in the team's pursuit of a quarterback, including trading multiple first-round picks to get one or bringing back Teddy Bridgewater. So there's that. <laughs> or whatever. So basically yes. everything is on the table. Uh, 49ers quarterback Jimmy G, if you missed this today, he's expected to uh, undergo shoulder surgery soon. That would sideline uh, sideline him until the summer. Sources tell ESPN not expected to impact his trade status, though. He is still likely to be traded this month per sources. Garoppolo injured his, sol- his shoulder, of course, during the wild card win over Dallas per sources. Uh, he does not need thumb surgery for another injury. He also played through. Surgery is expected to happen shortly. There is, quote, significant interest in Jimmy Garoppolo from multiple teams per sources. I've gotten to the point, Matt, where I am convinced now that Aaron Rodgers is going to stay in Green Bay. Russell Wilson's going to stay in Seattle. Um, Jameis is going to stay in New Orleans. Let's call another one, right? And I just, I feel like in the end, all the, co- all the teams that need quarterbacks, it's going to come down to like a choice of Jimmy G, Wentz, 
Uh, it's the poo-poo platter is what it's going to be in the end. There was a uh, there was a tweet today from Daniel Jeremiah who said he got more questions today about Mitchell Trubisky and than Trubisky's he got, another one than he got about any of the quarterbacks yeah. in this draft. So basically, asking him. Do you think this guy's still got it? Do you think he can be a guy that can lead a team, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera? If that tells you anything about, one, the free agent market, mm-hmm. what people may or may not be thinking about the trade market, and then also what they think about the quarterbacks in this year's draft. And the, and the Bills are on record as saying it's unrealistic for us to keep Mitch Trubisky. So it, it is. It's like Wentz, Trubisky, um, again, Garoppolo. I think that's really going to be the uh, the choices. And, you know, I think the deal with, with Trubisky is kind of what we were saying about some of these other quarterbacks, right? I mean, he was in such a horrible system, in such a horrible spot where you don't really know what you have. And I think speculating on him for what will be a fraction of what any of these other quarterbacks cost. I mean, he backed, he was a backup this year at $5 million for the Bills. If he's going to start somewhere, he's going to cost you 8 9 something, maybe even $10 million. But when you talk about what a starter costs these days at 40 I mean, it's a it's a bargain. It's a pretty good bargain to to take a gamble and a risk on a guy who, again, was is at least pretty athletic and was at least had some some people in his camp coming out of the draft saying like, you know, look, there is some upside here with this guy, but there was no really chance for us to ever see it with the situation he was in. And Russell Wilson was asked directly uh, because he's a Richmond, Virginia native, if he would uh, consider playing for the very closer and closer to Richmond, Virginia, Washington football mm-hmm. team, uh, and he said, uh, nope. <laughs> he loves the East Coast, but uh, that ain't going to happen. Uh, other football news, uh, Dallas Cowboys coach Mike McCarthy saying that Dak Prescott, uh, we didn't know this happened, but he had surgery on his left shoulder, non-throwing shoulder, but that it will not impact his availability for the offseason program. Probably not a thing. And Rob uh, Gronkowski working out regularly at the Bucks facility for everybody, anybody who was wondering uh, if he's retiring. He has not told the team if he is or not, so he's still working out. And then the other news in sports, Ladies and gentlemen, uh, Major League Baseball and the Major League Baseball Players Association, well, let's just say they didn't come to an agreement today. Day two of the, or I should say the second deadline that the owners sort of haphazardly imposed here. You see it on the news. Jeff Passan was the first one to tweet this. He said the MLBPA player leaders agreed unanimously not to accept MLB's final proposal, and there'll be no deal on a new collective bargaining agreement before MLB's 5 p.m. Eastern deadline today. That was told to ESPN. MLB, of course, threatened to cancel its March 31st opening day without a new deal. Well, Rob Manfred comes out and says the first two series of the season have been canceled. So it's about 91, I believe, total baseball games. My reaction is, wake me up when you cancel the first month. It's it's a, and we were talking about this a little bit yesterday, but it's even even more true now with, with all of this. I mean, there are t- every single one of these baseball insiders today, and I don't think it has anything to do with, because they're going to get paid regardless, whatever, all the guys that are, you know, they're employed, so it doesn't really matter. They, they Every single one of them came out and said, the short-sightedness in this, from these guys and what this could mean if they actually do drag this out and all this is, is I do not think that they fully understand because this is different. This is different than 27 years ago. Like this is, this is like, Oh, you can get 
every single NBA game. You can get every mm-hmm. – now there's going to be, right. you know, nine different feeds of every golf tournament, and there's going to be, you know, where UFC has an event every single weekend also. This isn't one of those like, oh, please, baseball, come back. We need you back <laughs> so what, bad. That's what I say. Wake me up. When I'm, yeah. I'm only going to be happier when you, when yeah. you cancel a month. I, I, I would prefer a shorter season. You're absolutely right. It is different from 1994 in that respect, the year that they, of course, did not play a World Series. And let me just also say this, just on a, on a more global scale – when you have a, a a country who has invaded another sovereign nation, right? Like big things are going yeah. on in the world of a serious nature. It's like Kendall Jenner. I don't know if you uh, saw this over the week. Kendall Jenner posted nude selfies, and everybody appropriately on the Instagrams and the TikToks of the world killed her because it's like, boy, you really don't know what's yeah, happening the in the room. rest of the world, right? Read <laughs> the room. Read the global room. Rob Manfred, read the room. And Marcus Stroman, by the way, first person to tweet, he's like, Manfred, gotta go. A three-word tweet from Marcus Stroman, which I think is a pretty common sentiment uh, throughout Major League Baseball. But uh, it drags on, and we'll see. And it's hard from a betting standpoint to really think too hard about it because, in the end, we don't know how many baseball games are being played. And small sample size will mean different bets than a larger one will. We'll come back. Prop watch. Hawks and Celtics. Hawks. Next, right here at Visa. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. with Gil Alexander and Matt Brown on VSIN, the sports betting network. Hey, want to get in shape but having trouble staying motivated? Hey, they're talking to me on this. Make five-hour energy shots part of your lifestyle and get the energy boost you need to get fit. With zero sugar and an unbeatable blend of vitamins, nutrients, and caffeine, it's the perfect pick-me-up for getting stuff done. Go to 5hourenergy.com to find over 15 flavors to choose from with with flavors like grape, tropical burst, cherry, blue raspberry, and more. Blue raspberries. There's a flavor for everyone. Yeah. Get a five-hour energy today. You sound like you're a man who knows. Blue Raz is where it's at. Blue Raz? Blue Raz is, is where it's at. I mean, this is like. Is that what the cool kids this call it? Blue Raz? This sponsorship come with product. I would I would, I would, would on-air the product. <laughs> oh, there's like, uh, <laughs> may, may, uh, Gil, maybe I didn't tell Matt this, but there, there was a big box delivered downstairs oh. with boxes and boxes of it. It's like three quarters of the way done now. Genuinely upset, this Genuinely man right upset, now. Yeah. Genuinely, Genuinely angry. Upset. Look at his face. He's really angry Look at his face. It. Yeah. I've had blue raz. I've had strawberry lemonade. I've what? had grape. What? Are you serious? You didn't think to like... I'm an inconsiderate person. What can I say? Wow. Own it. That's <laughs> 
just comes straight out and says it. That's something else. I'm a else. horrible human being. What do you say to him after that? I forgot. I, like, I, yeah, you know, it's a good way to shut the conversation. Kelly's down. like, I'm a sucky person. <laughs> I'm just not a good person. It's, it's a really, really good is. way to shut the conversation down. Like wow. it's just kind of like, oh no, I'm 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 terrible. That it, was the most upset Matt Brown in the given second has ever been on this show. I, I forgot he was a five-hour energy person. I did forget that. Sorry, Matt. He calls it blue raz for God's sakes. So he's been doing uh, it a long yeah. time. I mean, we got a history. You do, you do. <laughs> you know. Um, All right. Before we get to prop watch, what you you made the best point about the baseball thing off air? Oh yeah. So it's there's there's more to this as well. If they happen to cancel one more week of the season, there are namely two. I know there was a list of of guys, but two that we would really be like, oh wow, that really sucks for them. Shohei Otani and Pete Alonso would both get a year like. R- a year removed from their free agency. So like they right. would, they, it would get pushed their, back their service. Time. Yes. A yes. year. And so, because they would not complete a full year of service. And so where these guys obviously would make a jillion dollars because as Pete Alonso and Shohei Otani, their service time is pushed back a year. So it's a, a whole year delayed for them getting to, to enter free agency. Correct. So what you are really saying is the negotiations. And by the way, the earliest that there can resume talks is this Thursday. And by the way, it's not been scheduled yet. There are no scheduled new talks. But what you're really saying is these negotiations now are only going to get harder. Yes. Because that is going to be a huge sticking point where it wasn't necessarily before games started getting canceled. Because yes. now the, the Players Association is going to be like, oh, no, we got to play a full, at least, a, you know, cl- as close to a full season as possible to get those guys their service time. So it, it's only going to get and, and these dudes with these just massive contracts. And listen, we're not crying them a river or anything no. like that. But, like... Every day that Max Scherzer mm-hmm. doesn't play and play baseball, it's like two hundred and thirty thousand dollars <laughs> that he loses. Like, uh, I mean, uh, I understand we're not crying him a river when they finally come back. He's going to make a ton of money, but still, it's just like, can you imagine? Like every day uh, that this thing gets delayed, it costs you two hundred and thirty thousand. Kelly, you imagine every day you don't come in here, you horrible person. <laughs> every day you don't come in here, you cost you two hundred thousand dollars. <laughs> I, I can't even imagine that because it's like so out of my, out of my scope of earning. Oh, like, man, where does Crimea River rank in your uh, Justin Timberlake it's, song? It's, it's, on, it's on up there. Oh, it's top three. For yeah, me. Top yeah, three for it's sure. on up there. It it's a jam every time it comes uh, on. You hit the you hit the knob you every know? time. Yeah. Timberland got a good jam right there. Now, ladies and gentlemen, it's time for prop watch. Prop watch. A little bit of a delay. I didn't know if we were going to have the. Yeah, I, I thought it was like, oh no, Gil. Oh, we we didn't know that. We didn't get the memo while we were gone that they got rid of the graphic. I'm still waiting to see those breathtaking uh, Parles and Wilson uh, <laughs> uh, juxtaposed on the, what do you call it, uh, superimposed on the oh, screen. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. The fruit baskets. Yeah, I'm sure we can pull those up at some point. All right, Hawks and Celtics tonight. Uh, Kelly's second favorite team to bet on, the Atlanta Hawks. Miami Heat, of course, biggest favorite. Here are the uh, Hawks player props tonight. Trey Young, 27.5 points is where his point total is set. And then the the rest of the Hawks, sort of a parade of uh, double digits, low double digits, Bogdan Bogdanovich, DeAndre Hunter, Danilo Gallinari, uh, Kevin Horder, and then you have Clint Capella down at 9.5 with 11.5 boards. So, Kelly, I guess this one with when you look at Trey, right, and you try and see where where he kind of falls in all of this, you have to try and figure out is this game going to – is this game going to stay competitive, right? Like, yeah. if this, and if this game, if you do believe that this game is going to stay competitive and you don't think that there's going to be a bunch of complete, you know, like empty the bench time or something like that, 
my PRA for him, and I would only play him PRA because, again, like you can get a couple, you can get a bad shooting night from Trey and st- and maybe still get 11 assists yeah, or something assists, that helps make up for few some of the rebounds fall his way. Yeah. yeah. So I, I kind of like to play him that way, considering he's such an incredibly streaky shooter to where maybe you can still get lucky and get home if he gets a few extra rebounds or a couple extra assists or something like that. But I have him at like 44.2. So the, the line set at 30, 40 and a half right now on him. So that's the way I like to play Trey. I do have the projection a little bit higher than where it is right now. It's not a huge edge. It's not even obviously a, you know, not even a 10% edge or anything like that, but something, uh, you know, something if you wanted to have some action. Yeah, he was, uh, so last six games against the Celtics, obviously this goes back to last season too. He's averaged 29 points a game, 8.7 assists, four rebounds. Uh, a game against Celtics, so pretty good. Um, yeah, Celtics, I mean, best defense in the league pretty much right now, so I, I, I that's not one I really considered too heavily but did want to look at. I, the problem is Trey Young is one of those guys that it's it's almost always going to be over or pass for me, right? Like it's, yeah. it, it is no fun betting a, a Trey Young under points, that, that's for sure. That's a sweat. Yeah, and the the only other thing is – if they if you do kind of see a game script in which that this you think that this maybe could get out of hand or at least that the the Hawks could get down I don't know if you've noticed this Kelly but like they've they've had to go away from Hunter a little bit in games and put like Gallo out there a little bit oh, more yeah. and Bogdanovich out there because yep. scoring yeah like it, it, they just need another scorer out there so you could I think you could lean to unders on Hunter if you think that maybe this game goes the Celtics way or if you think the Celtics could could find their way to a, a decent little lead in this game yeah and as far as the game itself goes I, I did see a little bit of an edge on betting the Celtics just didn't want to lay the six and a half seven mm. so I have a reason that's kind of why you're putting it like that but you know six and a half seven point spread I, I would have made it probably closer to eight something like that so I didn't pull the trigger on the game but it, it is something that I've got marked down to look at again in the Celtics live if that opportunity presents itself. So I think the way the way you're talking makes sense with that. The the one on the Hawks side that did stick out to me was Clint Capella. I got close to a, uh, I'll call this a, a heavy lead. A heavy lead. Okay. This is a heavy lead. Yes. I got close to pulling the trigger. Um, you know, a lot of these guys, the, the, the Celtics have like the best interior defense in the NBA pretty much right now. Only problem is all those guys, they're not taller than like six foot eight. So whenever you get one of these Dominant centers that are, that, that are, you know, that, that are getting all the rebounds and scoring within two feet. And I, I, I put Clint Capello, Rudy Gobert, those, those type of guys in that category. Uh, I looked at, at, at Capello over his 11 and a half rebounds. It is in his three games against the Celtics this year, he's had 17, let's see, 17, 7, and then 14. It is uh, in his three games against Boston this year. So obviously two of three, he's gotten over that seven and a half. He played limited minutes in that one. He went under though, because of foul trouble. So I did get pretty close to pulling the trigger on that, but shied away from it. But I, I do like that bet tonight. Celtics, uh, six and a half point preflop favorites in this game up from four and a half, by the way, the uh, Hawks, what do you make of them this year? Seven game winning streak after starting the year 17 and 25 only to follow losing uh, five of seven after that, then two consecutive John Collins wins 
before the All-Star break. Uh, according to Impredictable, 27th in points allowed per possession following a missed shot, 29th in points allowed per possession after committing a turnover. Celtics, on the other hand, only team in the East with a winning record against opponents 500 or better, also leads the entire NBA in net rating against squads with top 10-point differentials. The Celtics side of Prop Watch has Jason Tatum at 26.5, Jalen Brown at 24.5 points, the usual suspects. Anything here? I think Tatum, I wouldn't do PR. I wouldn't I wouldn't add the assists in, Kelly, but I think just points, points rebounds, rebounds. Yeah. Like points rebounds for Tatum. Um that was my like, regular lean tonight. In a game like this, <laughs> I think is I think is a game that would be kind of favors him, right? I mean, like, look, we know we like uh, we just mentioned with Trey Young, right? He's a very super streaky shooter. If he's having a bad night, it's gonna be a lot of rebounds available for these Celtics, right? I mean, there's gonna be a lot of balls clanking off the rim and and all that. So it, he's gonna get his twenty seven points because they they can't defend anybody. So I mean he's gonna get that most likely. And I think the if you add in the rebounds, I, I think that would be a pretty decent look. Yeah, he is. Uh, I mean, you're going up a ho- against a Hawks team that ranks 24th uh, on the defensive side of ball in points per 100 possessions, uh, allow a high effective field goal percentage, d- don't create many turnovers in three games this season against the Hawks. Tatum's averaged close to 31 points a game, over eight rebounds a game. Um, so, yeah, I, that, that, would be, uh, that would be my one lean here on the on the Boston side would be Tatum over points and rebounds. I think think you spotted it correctly, Matt. Yeah, the only other the only other one a game a little bit later um, that that Clippers Rockets game. I like Reggie Jackson props a lot in that game. I mean, the Rockets played a ridiculously high pace and they don't make a bunch of shots. So I think he's going to be able to get there with rebounds, points, even assists. If you wanted to play him all three or PRA, whatever it might be, I, I like Reggie. I like Reggie Jackson. NBA Rookie of the Year odds next. Looked like Evan Mobley was a runaway, but Scotty Barnes got something to say about it next. You are looking live at primetime action with Gil Alexander and Matt Brown on VSIN, the sports betting network. Join the college hoops action for free with the March Mania Survivor presented by KFC. Now they're talking my language. Pick winning teams throughout the tournament to outlast the competition and feast on your share of $30,000. Head to DraftKings.com slash KFC hyphen March hyphen Mania. Now to play free for your cut of the cash. KFC, it's finger licking good. Terms and conditions and other eligibility restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com for details. You guys bored of me hyping up Survivor every time it comes up? It's the greatest thing ever. You'll never fill out another bracket again. I mean, it's only been twice in, in the year 2022. Well, how many board days till March Madness? <laughs> Count on one a day. Count on one a day. NBA I, rookie. Of the, oh, I'm sorry. I I, uh, I did look. So Reggie Jackson PRA Kelly is 31 and a half. That's pretty high. So they're pretty they're pretty high on him in that game. Um, but like I said, it is a Houston team that is not trying to win basketball games, but they still play at a ridiculously high pace and run up and down the court and clank shots all over the place. And so um, Kelly has talked on, on here a lot about how there is basically very little talent right now on the Clippers until they get healthy and all that. And so Reggie Jackson's kind of been their guy over the month of February. He's actually playing four more minutes a game as well, which I think helps us out a a ton in a game like that. Again, we do risk the blowout factor. That is a thing that is real and it is the Rockets. So just know that if you wanted to go that direction, but I think that's something where I would be looking, you know, if I had a, if I had that option, Kelly, I'll just put that. If I had that, if I had that option, 
don't don't have it. But oh, so that's not that one's not uh, listed. You know, is that what the point of this? We don't get a, interesting. We don't yeah, get that a was the point of that. We don't get a piece. No, I I I really did target that kind of earlier yeah. today and went and looked and there's just no uh we can't do it. Yeah. But you can. But you can. But you, you can. can. Yeah, I viewers. Mean, yes. What am I going to speak bad about a Reggie Jackson over? He made us a lot of money in the playoffs last year. So, yeah, I, I fully endorse this. Shout out to the Clippers, by the way, for still being in play-in position with all the uh, absences. Yeah, absolutely. Specifically Kawhi and uh, Paul George. Um, you know that, before we get into uh, NBA Rookie of the Year, mm-hmm. you know that Syracuse-North Carolina game last night, which we were just sort of casually. Yes. Because we were down at the end. So Syracuse, I, I, I think we dropped the ball this last night. Syracuse was an eight-and-a-half-point dog. And they were up a point. This is where we caught it, right? They were up a point with, with like 13 seconds left. And they turned the ball over. And that's when Carolina hit the three. Then Syracuse hits the two to force overtime. Syracuse, of course, in overtime, loses by nine. Oh. I, I feel like it, in, especially Brutality. in college basketball, I feel like it happens every time. Brutal. Like every time you go to, you go to overtime, the dog loses. <laughs> it's incredible. I saw Frank Schwab freaking out about it last night on Twitter. So yeah. he, was, he, he was calling it one of the worst bad beats he'd ever seen. I have one on a college basketball game like that, a Wisconsin game years ago where I had no business winning it. They were like nine and a half point favorites. They won in overtime by 10. And it just it's one of those things where when it goes for you, you're like, uh... That's the greatest thing that's ever happened. Ben had one last yeah. week in here. He, yeah. he was like laying six. I forget which game it was. Laying six, uh, went to overtime, and uh, yeah, he won by like seven. What does that human say? We're, uh, we're underdogs go to die in yeah. college basketball overtime. How about the odds to win the NBA Rookie of the Year? Evan Mobley, who was the Pac-12 Player of the Year at USC last year, he has been a key cog to the Cavs' success. They're very surprising success in the Eastern Conference this year. He is still minus 700 at DraftKings to win this year's NBA Rookie of the Year. However, however, Scotty Barnes last night, I don't know if you caught his act in the uh, Raptors' route of the Nets, but uh, he dropped 26 points, had 14 boards, and to add to that last night, um, pardon me, was it 28 points and 14 rebounds last night? Yes. Oh, 28 and 16. I got to get yeah. that right. 28 and 16 last night. But he also had four assists, five steals, a block shot. He did have five turnovers. Scotty Barnes, 7 to 1. You give him any shot, any shot whatsoever. Cade Cunningham, the only other player in single digits, the number one pick in the draft from Oklahoma State with the Pistons at 8 to 1. It's one of those where we say this all the time that we never wish injury on anyone. But I think if Mobley missed even two weeks that those odds would not, not necessarily flip, but it would almost like they would even up, right? Like they would be almost co. Do you have a Scotty Barnes ticket? I do not. Uh, I have, uh, well, uh, a couple of Duarte's. That yeah. Are, uh, yeah. I got some real bad tickets. Uh, yeah. yeah. I got some real bad ones. Uh, yeah. No. Yeah. That's no, I don't have a Barnes ticket, but I, I mean, <laughs> I, I look at, um, I look at the way that Barnes has been playing, Kelly. I mean, don't you think if like if if there were two weeks of stats missing for Mobley, don't you think that the those odds would would shrink pretty drastically? Yeah, I mean, here's here's where we're at stat wise on the season. Evan Mobley, Scotty Barnes are both averaging fourteen point eight uh, points per game, so no difference there. Uh, Evan Mobley eight point two rebounds, Scotty Barnes seven point five. Not a huge difference. Uh, you know, Scotty Barnes has got about one more assist. Then Evan Mobley, obviously both bigger guys. You're not going to get uh, big numbers there. The big difference between the two is you're got you're getting almost two blocks a game from Evan Mobley, where you're just not getting that from Scotty yeah. Barnes. Uh, so understandable. I mean, Cade Cunningham's in the mix because he's he the highest scoring. Uh, you know, of all the guys that we're talking about here, 16 points a game. Uh, he's over five rebounds, over.
over five assists per game. So I, I'm I just was looking into this more last night as it was kind of building the rundown. And it's, it's, I don't know if I'm running to make a bet and kind of like you said, Matt, if there was a, a sprained ankle of any kind, yes, I might be running to make yeah. a bet. I don't even think it needs to be bad. I think the bigger point was Gil, like kind of like you brought up just to, to, to set up this market. I just don't think there should be this big of a, right. a gap between the two. I mean, I mean, it's yes. You, you could talk about the Cavaliers, having, you know, this really surprise successful season. But, I mean, no, it's not like anybody thought the Raptors were going to be a, like a, a, you know, a top, top team in the East. And they're they're not there yet, but they've been playing really well recently. So, I don't know. That one's interesting to me. I mean, Josh Giddy, I think, even belongs in this conversation. The guy's mm-hmm. had, what, three triple doubles this year? I, I mean, there's not many rookies that put up, the, the you know, triple doubles like he's been putting up. He's at 12 and a half points per game, almost eight rebounds over six assists per game um so i don't know it's just, it's a really interesting market to me right now because yes i did, i think mobley deserves to be the favorite but i think it should be probably probably more like minus 200 not only is he should be minus 700 i would I, I just want to bring up the kate cunningham thing for a second because kate cunningham who well, let me just raise my hand when i watched him in his conference tournament last year and an ncaa tournament i'm like he's the number one pick in the draft really well he has been everything that the Pistons could have possibly hoped him to be. 16-5-5. Five and five. North of five in rebounds and assists as well. And Rookie of the Year is not a market where you have to be on a great team. It's not MVP, right? It's not like when we talk, oh, he's a great player, but he plays right. for a sucky team. It's Rookie of the Year, right? And so if you, if you took Scotty Barnes off the Raptors, Raptors are still a pretty good team, right? Evan Mobley off the Cavs, eh, probably still a pretty good team. Cade Cunningham off the Pistons, hey, I'm not so sure. By the way, they've only won, you know, they've only won, what, 15 games this year? But I guess what I'm saying is, should he be that far? It's just like what you're saying. Should he be that far down? Like, could Cade Cunningham, if Cade Cunningham I ends mean, up with with just, I mean, those are really good, solid stats, and he it, gives them everything they want And he's night. the leading scorer amongst all rookies. And this is, like, what you just broke down, Gil, of, like, what, you know, what goes into rookie of the year. It, it doesn't matter the team. What you usually see is the guy who's usually the highest scoring rookie in the rookie in the league usually wins this award, unless you get someone who's doing really special things, which, you know, I guess I would say Mobley's doing when he's get, averaging almost two blocks a game, um, you know, almost, you know, over eight rebounds and scoring. 15 points a game, but let me, let me just put it this way. LaMelo ball won rookie of the year last year. Remember he, he had yep. that big injury. And so he didn't play nearly the full season. Right. And we were wondering, Hey, did he play enough games to get rookie of the year? Well, he did for the Charlotte Hornets who this just in didn't win the NBA title. Right. He ended up with 15.7 points a game, 5.9 rebounds and 6.1 assists. Cade Cunningham has, by comparison, remember, 15.7, 5.9, and 6.1. Cade Cunningham has 16 points a game, 5.5 rebounds, 5.1 assists. Yep. LaMelo's field goal percentage is a bit better, 437 versus 396. But you get the idea. They're very comparable stats across the board. So, I don't know. And, and remember, we were like, oh, LaMelo Ball is the greatest thing ever last yeah. year. We were like, oh, this guy's so great. Really? Kate Cunningham's put up just as good a season. Yeah, yes. Stats-wise. Yeah, I think the uh, – I, I just that's where you go and look at these. It's just – you just don't really have that premier, premier scorer 
this year in that rookie class because you know you go look at past winners. You got a lot of guys that are around that eighteen to twenty points per game range, and there's just just don't have anybody like that this year. Right. It's not a. It's a, like the previous two years. Right. It was John ja Moran. It was Luka Doncic. That guy doesn't exist this year in this yeah, market. Right. Exactly. So. Like this is more like the Malcolm Brogdon here. Yeah. If, if Actually, what horrible said, stats? How did he ever win the Rookie of the Year that? Year? If someone came to me and said, "I want to take one unit and I'm going to split it between Barnes and Cunningham on the off chance that's that exactly Mobley right. had his missed yeah. two weeks exactly of, no of the season," that. I would yep. say, you know what? That's, I don't think that that's a bad idea. That's how you play it. Like, I don't think that's a bad idea. I, I mean, just really, those I, I would all throw Giddy in there too. If you have some, if you have some strong conviction on any of those guys. Go bet it. I, I, again, big, the biggest point here that we're all making is I don't think Mobley should be minus 700. Right. I, I really yes. don't think he should be that. Well, that you're big taking nothing away. That's the point. Yeah. It's right. just the odds don't. Which means there is a value, inherent yeah. value on these other players. Value. Value is value. I think we've said that before. Coming back. How about some hockey? You want to talk some hockey, man? I can't wait. Andy McNeil from north of the border. NHL next. Visa's primetime action. <laughs> At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bed 365 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Get everything you need to bet the madness this year with 24-7 streaming, daily best bet emails, and our tournament betting guide, including advice, data, and strategy for only $19. Oh, advice. Interesting. About anything? Yeah, that's good. Whether you're filling out a bracket or betting against the spread, our team's here to get you ready for every game and every round of the tournament. Get analysis from our experts, including Greg Hoops Peterson. Man's nickname is Hoops, for God's sakes. On every key team conference and player to watch on the favorites of the potential Cinderella's. Sign up today to get the betting guide, plus full access to VEASAN through April 5th for only $19. $24.19 Canadian. I think that was the same as yesterday. $24.06 yesterday, American Dollar Strong. VEASAN.com slash madness. Very strong. And oh, in the face of Andy McNeil. It's happening, Andy, at Digital Gambler on Twitter. Let's talk some hockey. Canadian uh, conversion rate, not as good as it was yesterday. What do you have to say about that, Andy? Huh? Huh? Yeah. Huh? Yeah. Uh, world events, they're really taking a toll on, on everything here. So. <laughs> That's a good <laughs> Excellent. Uh, on, the, on, on your feet. I, I, did read, I did read, just yeah. while we're talking to Andy, yeah. there is like a, a global maple syrup shortage or something, and you guys had to go into your reserves no. or something like that? No. That's true, right? No. <laughs> I, 
You are way more up on the Canadian news than I oh. am, Matt. Oh. I did not. They, uh, they have not a reserve. I wonder where the grand the grand reserves are kept at. I, I would like to know that. Oh. I'll look this up. We'll talk about it next second. Yeah, find us we'll, some pictures. Now we'll talk some. I like this. We're in that reserve. Andy doesn't even know that the Super Bowl was played, let alone that there's a maple maple syrup. Hey, shortage. I watched. I watched the whole thing actually while I fell asleep. Yeah, <laughs> but I I did. did I watched. A good three quarters of that game, and I got, I got my wife woke me up for the halftime show because I actually oh. fell asleep quite early. Well, <laughs> but, yeah. Spoiler yeah, alert: the um, Bengals lost. By the way, I don't know if you know that. If you fell asleep, they lost. Sorry. Yeah, I was. I was. No, I, I saw that part. I had fell asleep okay. earlier in the game, but yeah, no, yeah. I, I, uh, I, I, I was, I was sad. I was, I was rooting for the Bengals. I mean, it was, you know. Are you going to have any interest in March Madness, or will that also be a cocoon for you that you have no idea about? I'm just no. It's just that this is just a month where I know that most, for the most part, you guys won't be bothering me all that much because I have way more interesting things. <laughs> no, to talk about. So I'm gonna, no, I'm just gonna enjoy well, it. I'm already with the, and... already with the victimhood. It's so bitter already. And Andy did give me when I was on vacation. He did give me a couple of heads ups on uh to, on opportunities to bet against the Kraken. I'll have you know, Andy. Every day that they played when I was on vacation, I bet against them. And as you know, due to their losing streak, I won every single time. I <laughs> I'm way up on the Kraken now. Kraken couldn't get the better of me. Well, I'm up on the Kraken now. That's it. Bam. Man, Matt is right, too, from Reuters. Maple syrup producers in the Canadian province of Quebec are releasing more than half of the world's only strategic reserve See? of the sweet topping to keep up with soaring demand. See? Avoiding a sticky situation for pancakes. Oh, there it is. I see they in there. Uh... Someone high fived whenever they turned that in. Like they turned that like headline in, and they were like high fived. They were like, "We got that." Andy, at what point are you like? You guys called me in to talk about this. Um, I'd like three minutes ago. Uh, <laughs> all right, before we get to your plays tonight here, because we do have some coming up. Uh, let's just sort of for those who are landing on hockey, right? For those who are like, "All right, football's over. I'm sort of drifted. I'm into hockey. Playoffs are around the corner. I'm all about it." Give us your group of teams that you feel have a legit shot at winning it all this year. Well, a legit shot. You got to start in the Atlantic division with the, the, you know, defending two times Stanley cup champion, Tampa Bay lightning, who uh, have me off to a very unnecessary sweat. They surrendered uh, goals on the first two shots they faced tonight against the Ottawa senators. And I've got the lightning on the puck line at minus minus one forty-five. So Ooh. I'm not too happy about that, but they have, tied up the game at, at two goals apiece. So uh, we, we start oh. fresh. Um, I, you know, obviously you've got to look at the Florida Panthers in the Atlantic division. And uh, although I won't be going to bat with them once the regular bat for them, once the regular season is over, you, you, you got to include the Toronto Maple Leafs in there as well. And the Boston Bruins. I mean, they aren't uh, as strong of a team as they have been in the past. And they definitely don't match up too well with the other teams in the Atlantic division. Like, Tampa Bay and Florida, but they're in, in, in that group as well. So, um, I mean, it's, uh, really a wide open year. Obviously some teams have a better chance than others, but, um, I think the Eastern conference specifically is loaded with teams that could go on a run. And, uh, we haven't even talked about the, the hurricanes or the penguins or the capitals or, or the Rangers who I think, uh, had the, the worst chance of the bunch, but, um, the, the West isn't as deep. You've got the avalanche, you've got the, the Vegas golden Knights, assuming they, they, uh, you know, get things straightened out as they head towards the playoffs. Things haven't been going too well for the, the Golden Knights lately. Um, but then you've got the, the Flames who have, you know, they've come from, they've gone from a, a dark horse to a legitimate contender now. 
Uh, and, um, you know, a lot of people have started to take notice. So there, there's at least seven to eight teams, maybe more, that have a, a legitimate shot at the Stanley Cup. But obviously, the Lightning, the Panthers, and the, the Avalanche have the best shots of the bunch. All right, Andy, so we do have some face-offs coming here shortly. We have the Canadians and the Jets that are coming up the top of the hour with the Flames and the Wild coming up at the top of the hour. Any thoughts if anybody wants to get involved in either one of those? So I've got a bet on the Calgary Flames. Um, obviously, um, you know, th this one moved a lot, though. Uh, they were available at around minus 105 at opening. Uh, the, the, the Wild were originally a favorite in in the game um and uh now that's that's up around minus 130 minus 125 at most shops so no value there i priced the flames at around minus 120 they they were able to to get a 7-3 win over the wild in pretty dominant fashion on sunday and uh they're obviously on the road this time around but they should control the shots and the scoring chances in this one and they definitely deserve to be the favorite here um, I do have a, a, another bet on the Colorado Avalanche to cover the puck line, one and a half goals at around minus 115. You might be able to get a little bit better than that if you shop around. No Matt Barzell for the Islanders, and he hasn't been uh, as big of a producer as they would like, but uh, he, you know, he still produces quite a bit of points for them uh, and offense uh, on a regular basis. So this is the 27th ranked offense in the league. They're going up against arguably the best offense Darcy Kemper is going to be in goal for the Avalanche and uh, they've been playing you know they've been playing a more dominant brand of hockey much more of what we would expect from that team as of late and I like the Avs to cover the puck line at, at minus 115 tonight you alluded to the uh, Vegas Golden Knights a little earlier Jack Eichel uh, has played five games now what is your first sort of quick reaction to that well, it's it's tough. I mean, you've got to give him a little bit of time to, you know, reintroduce himself to the league and and whatnot. And obviously, he's he's looked good at times. Um, but you know, they they've they've been without Robin Leonard for a number of games. They've been relying on Logan Thompson and Laurent Brossois to, to guard the cage. And uh, Max Pacioretty and and Jonathan Marchessault missed some time. Mark Stone uh, has been uh, placed on injured reserve, long term injured reserve. So it's really hard to get a read on the Golden Knights once they're fully healthy um i think they'll they'll be an elite team but right now they're they're struggling and um you know you look at that price that minus 250 price tag that they're taking into san jose tonight and that's that's quite high for a team even though they are getting leonard back uh, or expected to get leonard back tonight um it's a it's quite a high price tag for for how they've been playing and i, I wouldn't recommend laying the favorite tonight Andy, there are a couple of other games on the slate as well. We got the uh, we have the Bruins and the Ducks coming up late as well. Bruins minus one seventy five, Ducks plus one fifty. There, I know you don't have a play. What were your what were your fair numbers and what are your thoughts here? Well, you know, Boston has really come alive lately. They've been playing well. They're um, they they got Marchant back from suspension and and their offense has been been clicking here. Obviously, big win over the the LA Kings last night. But the the Ducks are sandwiched between the Kings and the Sharks in terms of you know their strength rating. Um, they're not as good as the Kings and they're not as bad as the San Jose Sharks. Um, and a, a few days ago over the weekend when when Boston was in San Jose, they closed around minus 185, minus 190, and then. In Los Angeles on Monday, they closed around minus 120. So here you have them on the second half of a back-to-back. -back. They got the lesser of their two goaltenders, Linus Olmark, starting tonight. Um, and, and John Gibson is back for the Ducks. So I wouldn't uh, recommend paying minus 175 
on Boston here. It's uh, not a great spot for them. They will likely win the game, but I don't think they should be priced any higher than minus 180. All right. So the picks once again, then uh, the two picks were. Well, it's it's just the Colorado Avalanche just on the, the puck line okay. um, at minus 110, I believe, at DraftKings. Um, the the Flames, like I said, I bet them at minus 105 and minus 110 early this morning. Didn't even make it onto the, the NHL betting market report because it did move so quick and continue to move throughout the day. Would you recommend anybody to jump in game on the Lightning since that's uh, tied up right now? Um. Yeah, I mean, I, I I don't think laying a dollar twenty-five to win a dollar on the Lightning to cover the, the the one and a half goal puck line here is is a bad bet. We've only got forty minutes left, but they've gotten their wake up call. Andre Vasilevsky should should shut the door uh, the rest of the way for the most part. And uh, this Senators team is coming off a big uh, bout with a flu bug, so not sure what kind of effort they're going to give for a full sixty minutes. All right, Andy. Thanks for uh, breaking down the maple syrup stuff, or not. Um, let's do it again tomorrow, okay? Let's get, let's have you on a numbers game. Why don't we do it again tomorrow morning? Yes? All right. Sounds All right. good. All right. Let's mm-hmm. do it tomorrow. Andy McNeil, everybody, from Edmonton, Alberta, at Digital Gambler on the Twitter machine. Great to see Andy, by the way. Boston and Atlanta have started. Boston up four to nothing. Hope you got your props in. Hope they're uh, hope they turn out to be okay. We'll come back. We'll update all the scores and a combine prop next. At Bed365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow the global story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts.